Welcome back, everyone, to the State of NFTERRA. On the show this week, I am pleased to be joined by my wonderful guest, Rebel DeFi. He is speaking on behalf of the Galactic Punks today. He is a Galactic Punk holder. He's been a Galactic Punk community member for ages now. Uh, I know he's very passionate about that community, and I look forward to getting an update as to what the Galactic Punks have been up to since those dark, dark days back in May that tends to uh, be a common theme, unfortunately, for a lot of the projects I speak to. So how they've recovered, what's going on there. But before we get into that, um, Rebel DeFi, thank you so much for coming on. Pleasure. Yeah, thanks very much for having me, Rick. Looking forward to our discussion today. Yeah, yeah. And it's great because we just recently launched uh, the Terra, new Terra integration for Lunar Assistant uh, with us here at Gravidao. So it's uh, fantastic to be bringing all these services back to communities like the Galactic Punks who have stuck with the new chain um, and just the community in general that have been so excited to see things roll out. So it's now great to be following up with these conversations and maybe seeing some of the ways in which uh, they've been benefiting from it as well. But before we get into what the Galactic Punks are up to, I'm just going to ask you, Rebel, to uh, maybe give some background about yourself, a little bit about your story with getting into the space, how you got into Terra maybe as well, um, and then some general updates with uh, what's going on recently for you. But we'll start with just the background real quick. I have stuck with my Rebel DeFi Galactic Punk since I, I stuck him on as my PFP. I'm quite proud to to rock him. I mean, he's not, he's not a a rare galactic punk i just he was one of the three that i minted and thought i'm going to be talking about DeFi. this dude's got an anchor spacesuit on this is my guy um but yeah i i got into crypto originally at the end of 2017 and it just seemed to be getting hyped and i thought my god i've, I've heard about this bitcoin people had told me about this a few years before now is the time to buy some and then i bought some and it crashed. So I, I, was, I was a little bit jaded, but then just over the next couple of years, started just buying little bits here and there. And I think it was around about the end of 2019, <clears throat> excuse me, I thought, I'm going to start taking this a bit more seriously. And then in 2020, for the whole year, I was just DCAing in with, I, I mean, I was saving hard for my job. Um, I, I was I was a school teacher, so I didn't have loads of money, but I put as much as I could into crypto, and it, it kind of turned out all right for me when when things kind of ran up. And I was I was following someone on YouTube, and he was he was talking about doing things on Mirror, and it was I think he was in like the the UST M. SLV LP and he was just saying there's, there's no risk to this thing this is we're essentially investing in silver pairing it with dollars and it, the LP was ridiculous it was over like it was like over a hundred percent so even though I didn't put too much in I was like earning like 10 20 I think at one stage I was earning about 30 dollars a day and I thought wow this this stuff's real I need to put more money into Terra so just over the months more and more money went into Terra. And in fact, all my crypto went into Terra. And for a while, it, it was it was the best thing ever. Until it wasn't. So, yeah, I mean, the, the crash, in retrospect, the crash was good for me. Because I look back at it and I think, what, what would I have done differently? What could I have done differently? Like, I remember last Christmas, my mother was telling me, 
oh, you should, I kept showing her this number on the screen. And she was like, oh, you've got to take some of that out, take some out. And I was, I, I can remember like laughing, just thinking, I'm not going to do that. Like, why would, why would you take it out when you're earning like 20% on Anchor? And I didn't take it out. But I mean, if, if I was going to take money out or sell Luna, I would have put it in Anchor. There's, there's, there's no permutation where I would actually take money out into the bank because my, my view at that time was like cash is trash. Um, so, so I was destined, regardless of what I did with that money, I was destined to lose it. Um, so it better to have lost it then and, and learn something from it than continue to build up to like a mythical number and then lose it all. Because then it's, I don't, I don't want to start from nothing in a year or two. I'd rather start from nothing a few months ago and then build, build from here. Sorry, rambling a little bit, but <laughs> um, one, one thing I think is great is that I did buy some Galactic Punks. Because even though I lost all my money, I've still got the Punks. So I'm quite, quite happy with that. And I'm, I'm so glad that the, didn't go to Polygon. Nothing against Polygon. Um, I'm so glad that they didn't go to Solana or anywhere else. They, they chose to stick with Terra. And like just on a personal level, like I'm, I'd say I'm still a lunatic, which is really weird. Um, I thought I, I've diversified a little bit since, since things went crazy. But I, I just think it's brilliant that literally the blue chip on Terra has migrated to Terra and is the blue chip on Terra. It's just, it was a crazy, crazy time. And I was, I think I was speaking to the Y Foundry guys last night about this and just, it was crazy. It was just insane. I, I don't want to use the word crazy like 5,000 times like I did for the last episode I recorded, but um, really breathtaking. We see it go all the way up, all the way down and 48, 72, 96 hours. It wasn't that long. It did not take too long for it to fall to zero um but looking at things and, and seeing how a lot of these projects have rebuilt and seeing how the chain has recouped um you know personally i still i'm waiting to see you know what what we can keep building there but i am very interested in a lot of these projects that have stuck with the chain and are, and are interested there and i hope as much information as possible comes out on the legal front inside so people can then have uh basically as much transparency in making up their mind whether or not the chain will is worthy of, of you know reconsidering um but needless to say I, I am very impressed with a lot of the projects that have come back and rebuilt and especially when you look at something like galactic punks i don't think you would be right if galactic punks went to solana or polygon or another chain simply because it's the galactic punks i mean they were the iconic terra nft um they were the iconic terra nft community and there was always a, I mean, not, what's, that's the word I'm looking for? Maybe like a source of like privilege or, or prestige, but there is, yeah, there was, there was prestige to it when it comes to holding punks. I mean, you, it shows you've been around for a while and you've been involved and you are involved with the community and you are certainly invested into it. And so I think it's great to see that they did end up deciding to go to the new Terra chain from, from the point of view that they are in many ways, the Terra blue chip, as you mentioned, I mean, it's just such an iconic thing um, for the Luna NFT community. Um, but moving on from that a bit and, and, and seeing how, seeing how they, things sort of formulated because 
the rise was pretty spectacular for the Galactic Punks. They seemingly came out of nowhere, and in many ways, the whole entire Luna NFT, Terra NFT space back in the day almost came out of nowhere. Um, can you just describe the formation story of the Galactic Punks? Go into the background of who they are. Just speak to me as if I've never even heard of them before. To be honest, maybe I'm not the the best person to speak <laughs> on this. Like, I, I I certainly wasn't involved pre mint, so I, I don't really know how much work went into the artwork. Um, even even the culture. I mean, I I I know about the culture post mint, but I mean, I, I really didn't know about NFTs before Galactic Punks. I mean, they were literally the first NFTs I minted. Um, I, ca- I can remember thinking when I was just like DCAing into Bitcoin, going off on a little bit of a tangent, but hopefully trying to answer the question you asked. So I was DCAing into Bitcoin and I can remember watching YouTubers and they were talking about DeFi. And I just thought, man, I don't know what that is. Sounds just dodgy, scammy. I'm just going to keep buying Bitcoin. And then when I discovered DeFi, I was like, Man, I knew I knew about this like practically a year ago, but I didn't act on it. And then people started talking about NFTs, and I was like, "Like you're literally buying JPEGs. This is this is ridiculous." But then I kind of remembered back to the whole like, "Wait a minute, DeFi. You wrote that off, and look what happened." So I thought, no, like if 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 there's going to be NFTs on Terra, I need to get involved. So yeah, I managed to get onto the mint for Galactic Punks. And I think just the color, I mean, the fact that we were, or the punks were able to sell out. I mean, as you know, it's like, what, 10,921? So I mean, it's a, it is a huge collection. And I think the Luna Bulls, pretty similar number, they minted out. But then a lot of the other collections that tried to do the same number didn't really have the same sort of success. Um. So I, I think basically it was like right place, right time, right artwork, right team, right vision. So many things just aligned for the Galactic Punks. And and also a lot of like, it kind of like OG lunatics bought into the Galactic Punks. So it, it just became an integral part of the culture on Terra. It, as you say, it became an integral part. I mean, so many of the OG lunatics you'd see with Galactic Punk profile photos or Luna Bulls as well uh, mentioned in there. And so it was it was very interesting to seeing those two projects stand out. It, a little bit, I think, was early mover advantage, but I also think it was right place at right time, plus interesting artwork, plus having the right theme. And I think everything really came together at once for those two, uh, for, for, your two for the two communities there. Before we get a little bit more into Galactic Punks and maybe some of the things that have changed since then and, and, and going to the, the days of recovery and having to rebuild... Um, do you mind just quickly uh, giving an update as to what you've been up to as Rebel DeFi? Uh, I know you mentioned it earlier. Rebel DeFi is your online persona. Um, your Twitter, your Twitter page, and your YouTube page are both at Rebel DeFi, I believe. So, do you mind just giving an update as to how you've been and what you're building with and building who you are building with? I mean, just just to go into like why 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 Rebel DeFi? Obviously, DeFi because like my channel was originally about like getting in me getting into DeFi and then just sharing with some like real world real world friends. Um but yeah and I love Star Wars. So I thought yeah, the rebels. Alright. So basically that's how it that's how it came about. I mean YouTube channel wise I'm still making videos. 
the it's it's really interesting. Like I've I've I mean I I was involved a little bit tangentially when the last beer market came, and and essentially I just left. Whereas this time, like I'm still involved in the sense like I'm creating content, and it and I, and I think my videos are similar quality to what I used to be doing. Um, possibly even my I don't know I don't know if my production's getting better, but it it, it might be mar- marginally. But when you when you look at your views from like a bull market to a bear market, like everything's down. Like the value of Luna's down, the value of Galactic Punks is down, the number of views I'm getting on my YouTube channel is down. Um Twitter followers are not increasing at anything near the rate they used to be increasing. So it's it's just it's just interesting that the bear market just everything is kind of suppressed. But yeah, still I mean what what I'm really excited about at the moment is trying to make a video about every Terra project. That's my focus. I mean, I did after the crash, I was like, no, I'm done. I'm done with Terra. Like that was horrendous. I need to go other places. Um, and I did. I, and, I, and I do stuff on Cosmos. And then I, sh- I started making some videos on different networks within Cosmos. But for me, what I realized was that to do, to cover tons of content, I, it was too much of a challenge for me in the sense that I, you know, I, I like to try and sort of deep dive into stuff, but I thought, how, how can people like literally deep dive into Kujira, into Secret, into Luna or Terra, sorry, and just all these different chains for me was a real struggle. So eventually when, when projects started building again on Terra and stuff started coming out, I just kind of gravitated back towards Terra. And yeah, so my, my focus is that try and make a video on each project. And I, th- I, I think that's quite a nice challenge for me. And there's also that, that familiarity aspect as well with Terra. And there's something I've really struggled with since the crash. And that is how the UI function, how easy Terra Station was, how sleek it was. It was pretty seamless with my with, with uh, hardware wallets. So everything just seemed to line up nicely within kepler's okay i mean I'm, i don't want to start throwing shakes like but cosmos does need in general to have uh to step up the game a bit in that sense um and uh, you know i'm gonna be interested to see what things like the kujira wallet comes out of uh comes out with and seeing how that looks because i know they're all they're all inspired by that and that's one of the things too even if people have maybe veered away from primarily the the terra chain um they still are taking a lot of what those experiences were with it and what made it click and work so well. Uh, and they're bringing it on to these, their newer projects, which I, I can definitely appreciate a ton. Um, but yeah, it, it is tough and there's definitely the gravitation and there's still a part of me that's very interested to still see the success of the new chain. Um, you know, could it come back? I don't know. I, I mean, uh, who knows what's going to happen, right? Who knows what's going to happen with, anything legally what i mean because this is still a 60 billion dollar blow up which is crazy uh, in the grand scheme of things thinking about it, it 60 billion dollars were basically wiped out or transferred to someone else um and that's that's just breathtaking so i'm still you know the, the jury's still out there in terms of how things go with regulators and legal uh processes but you know, so far, so far, I've been. It's interesting seeing how they've actually 
seem to have gotten around a lot of this stuff or they've been so transparent and a lot of the stuff that has been accused uh they've been accused of wasn't at nearly as true or as you know heinous or evil as people are making it out to be so we'll see where things end up going but as you mentioned you know the cosmos is very interesting um all these ecosystems are very interesting out there uh but it's just nothing quite felt the same like terra and for me i went from ethereum uh as like someone who was basically messing around with like the blue chips you know bitcoin ethereum and i never really touched altcoins until luna so that was my big introduction and to go from ethereum to then like metamask which i will openly criticize as you know needs needs a step up for on a retail side but um going from metamask then terra station was like mind-blowing to me it was it was so good. It was just so nice. Every exactly thumbs up. Like no complaints about it. Uh, so now having to go back to all these systems has been a bit sad. But I'm gonna, I'm I'm keeping. It, I'm I'm just gonna say it once again. I'm, I'm staying. I'll stay cautiously optimistic about the future of the new Terra chain. We'll see what happens. I definitely like how it is very community driven in a way. Um, and and yeah, hopefully the politics and everything there gets cleared away and and the truth and every all the story gets you know put out there so people can move on and, and rebuild uh in a proper and healthy fashion so let's move into the galactic punks during the time of the crash um you know one of the things about this series is trying to document what went on during that time period just to basically you know have have a record of yeah here are the events through my eyes um and Rebel, I, I know, it, once again, it is a tough story. It is a tough topic to go, f- go look back on. But when you were in the uh, Galactic Punks Discord, when you were looking at the communications channels during that time, you know, what was happening in there? Was it total chaos? I mean, what were the punks saying? And then, you know, when reality kind of set in a bit, what were the initial reactions and steps people were proposing to, you know, begin the process of, of rebuilding the community? I mean, it's almost like my mind is blank. I, I do remember... And just looking back on some of my decisions or yeah, I, I decided, um, I decided to go down with the ship. Um, and I, I don't know if I could have even got out had I wanted to get out, but, and the weirdest one, the, the reason I decided to go down with the ship was because I, I literally, I, I had a public profile. Um, I don't want to say, I, I, well, I mean, I hope I didn't influence people to throw their life savings into this thing, but essentially my life savings were in terror. Um, and I thought because I'd made video instructional videos that to help people like do their own research, it, it, I mean, as I always start the video, like this is not financial advice. Um, but I did, I actually, I had a friend who, who did get out and he'd done, he'd done, he'd done well in terror and he, and he got out. But I thought, man, I'm rebel DeFi. I've got, I've got to like, it either goes down and comes back or it just goes down. But I, I can't, I can't run away from this. Now I, I did have my Rebel DeFi wallet, which was the one I used on YouTube. But I also had like my main wallet and it, it didn't even occur to me that, well, why do you take your main wallet out? You've, you can go down with the ship with your public wallet, but like private funds are like private funds, save, save something. But just in my head, it made, it made, it just made sense at the time that you don't take anything out. So I didn't. And I lost it all. I I mean, I can't, I can't even remember being in the Galactic Punks Discord at that time. I, I, I think, I'm, and I couldn't even tell you if I was or wasn't, but 
I just have recollections of like not wanting to look and feeling sick to my stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I can't really answer that. Sorry, I, I, yeah, I, I, I wasn't there. Or if I was there, it's just it's just gone. I'm I'm right with you on that too, and that is my. I don't think I looked at my phone for days after the crash happened. It was just, it was like, oh my god, it was it was just so it was, it was nauseating. You you especially you know, you see the run up, the run up, just breathtaking. I, I've used that word so many times in this interview. I'm gonna stop using breathtaking, but really the run up was something else, and it, it was defying all odds in the face of the rest of the crypto market crashing. Bitcoin's value is crashing, uh, all the other alts are bleeding, and then this thing just is going up 20% in one day. You're saying to yourself, okay, what is happening here? <laughs> um, is this is this the case of it? And for me, Luna was was something that I was just going to, I had it, I, I mean, I'll, I'll be transparent, I was staking all my Luna. So I just said to myself, all right, well, if it, at this point, like, I, I've, I've been in the protocol long enough, it's like, I think I know enough about it to the point where I'm pretty convinced the doom loop won't happen. Um, so I'm just going to stake it and see what happens. And, you know, in hindsight, it's tough also, you know, as being a proof of stake network, you don't want to miss out on inflationary rewards like that. Well, I guess it really wasn't inflationary in Terra's case too, but it was, it was, tra- it was actual monetary accrual from the network transactions itself. So it's like, okay, I want to stake it and hold on and see what happens in the future. And it's tough because then it's like, things crashing you're saying i mean i'm just sitting there like okay well <laughs> 21 day uh withdrawal period so if this thing goes down in, in the next two days I, not much i can do about it like i couldn't even i couldn't even have a, a thought about potentially pulling any of the money out because it was it was all locked up in uh in validators uh, delegated to validators so yeah i didn't look at my communities though i didn't even i don't think i spoke about crypto for a week after that i just think i literally took the entire i I was running lunatic station at the time my other podcast uh my first venture in the podcast world and um i don't think i had like three episodes i needed to publish and i just i didn't publish them like no one's gonna want to listen to this right now (laughs) um yeah it, it was really not 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 a fun experience and i i don't think i was active at all like you were i just think i i watched things go down like that um thank you for sharing though and and being so candid because i know it is it's been tough for anyone who was making content at the time uh like this was this was our everything this was like everything that we were putting out there this was our our, kind of our passion hobby to continue to see this network grow and build and kind of defy the rest of the odds so i mean like you were saying talking of here staking all your luna (laughs) uh, that that's where i was hanging out it was in the orbital command discord like that was, I mean, I was definitely part of the Galactic Punks Discord, and I like to think like it, those were my two discords. But for some reason, round about the crash, I just seemed to gravitate to the Orbital Command one, and we set up like a, a mental health channel, and we just had, had people like pouring their heart out in there, and it was kind of it was quite cathartic because you realised like, well, uh, I lost all my money. Other people were like in. Like I'm, I'm single. Whereas other people had lost their family money, and like kids' university money, and all that and stuff. And it's like, well, that's like next level seriousness. So, and but I think just just through talking, that was that was useful for all of us that were in there. And we thought that was kind of like a public good, like making sure people didn't 
do anything silly because I thought of doing something silly, but then I just thought, I don't want to go through the pain of the actual physical pain of that. So like it was just a fleeting thought and just thought, no, that's, that's not going to happen. But yeah, sorry. Let's, let's, let's keep it positive. <laughs> so we go, we'll, we'll get to the positive. You will get to the positive. But yeah, I, I'm incredibly thankful for those who were reaching out that time and, and checking in with me. And I, I, I tried to return the favor to others. You know, I was, I'm, I am fortunate in a way that I, you know, I'm young. I don't have a family. I don't have those those second and third order of responsibilities. And um, you know, just the stories were just it was tough, really tough to hear. And um, you know, there's only so much you can do on on an online form and online setting. But I am incredibly grateful. Especially shout out to Brevi and and uh, Joseph um, and a few others out there. Chauncey was another one I think checked in. So all those guys really really grateful for them for them checking in on me and. Uh, yeah, just moving along and it helped me move along. But we gotta get we gotta go to the positive now. We gotta get to the where we are today and where things are moving today. Um, so, yeah, what is the current state of the punks? You know, what what's what's the current updates? What have, what have things been going on since? I guess we'll say June because May was a bit of a wash of a month. I think for for everyone after that point. So, June onwards, what have things been? Go- what what has been going on in the community? How has the community been reacting? How are you guys rebuilding and? You know, what has the experience been like as a as a Galactic Punks community member? It's, I mean, it's been pos- positive and it's becoming more positive. It's it's nice that a lot of punks did stick around. Um, I'm just thinking, like, bef- like during the crash, some people had punks on Terra Classic, Random Earth, and stuff, and in a sense, they became really cheap. So. I think some people probably ended up selling punks for nothing. Um, and other people picked up punks for like a really cheap dollar price. And, and that's definitely brought people into the community who maybe wanted to be part of the punks, but, but literally couldn't afford a floor price punk because the floor, I can't remember what the floor was, but like they weren't cheap. No. <laughs> so positives and negatives from that. But I mean, that happened. Um, so things the punks were waiting on, like there was the Liquid Labs migration tool. So that once the punks decided that like they were going to move to Terra, um, I call it Terra rather than Terra 2.0. It's tough. It's tough to differentiate the two. <laughs> yeah. So so anyway, the punks were going to move to Terra, but we needed, or they needed some sort of tool to migrate. So that was the, the Liquid Labs tool, which which works great. And that came out at the end of, right at the end of July. And they're talking about this kind of, it's not a bridge, but the migrate tool, they, they initially said it'll be open for six months. But I, I, I did confirm with Karma that it's not like it's going to get shut and then never open again. If people have literally gone away from crypto and maybe don't come back until the next bull run and then say, oh, what's happening with these punks? Something will be able to get done. So I, th- I think that's really positive. Mm-hmm. And then in our Discord, because I mean, the Discord used to be really vibrant with a lot of members it's still vibrant but just less people producing this vibrancy shall we say so one thing we were waiting on in the discord um was the gravidow um lunar assistant Mm -hmm. because we, we wanted to have we wanted to gate the community again on terra but yeah we needed that and and now that that's come out, that's fantastic. So there's a, there's like 
I don't want to say a secret channel, but like a private channel mm. for verified punk owners. And um, thanks to what you guys have brought out. So, I mean, I, I do love that, that, that facility. Thank you. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a process and I'm, I'm very grateful that the gravity Dow team brought me on through the, the process of integrating Terra. Um, cause I think right around, right when I joined, we were, it was in production. We just started that ramping that process up. Um, but it's really been interesting to see and, and, and great to see a lot of the communities coming back to Lunar Assistant, the ones that stuck on the new Terra chain. Um, it's great to see them integrating Lunar Assistant. So many people were already familiar with it. So onboarding was snap of a finger. Um, all of a sudden, users were back in a way, uh, which was a, a sigh of relief and, and great to see that people are interested and engaged and not only with their communities, but also uh, taking advantage of the wonderful things that Terra has to offer, such as Lunar Assistant and the Galactic Punks community. Um, yeah, so we, we appreciate we appreciate the uh, the kind words though, because we were we, it took us a while. I think there was a lot of kinks along the way too, into into finally launching out um, token gated channels and verification on uh, on Lunar Assistant for Terra. But we were here. <laughs> it's been it's happened. We had our launch party I think uh, a week ago when this was when this is being recorded. So um, we're excited to continue working with Terra communities and um, you know helping support them and, and give them the tools they need to to go to that next level and wherever they want to end up so lunar systems back in there people are able to verify punks again people are able to start building their sub communities or sub DAOs, wherever they want to do uh, maybe looking into the next couple of months uh what what are the the big things that punk holders should be looking out for what's going on around there that uh that they should be uh looking forward to i mean one i mean we just had the punk's birthday on the 2nd of october That's right so that that was that was pretty cool. Were you were you in that? I was in the call for a little bit. I, I hopped in just to listen. Did Did you hear Karma singing? I I heard uh, I heard the space the space toads playing Happy Birthday. <laughs> oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, I mean, it, it was really great. It was just a really nice, positive, uh -huh. happy time. So so that was great. And just to realize that like, there's so much happened in the space of just one year. So that that was cool. They've they've also done on if you look at the pinned tweet on Galactic Punks, they've released kind of like a, a roadmap in visual form, hmm. which I think was quite original, and it's 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 really exciting just looking around this roadmap, trying to like work out what well, what does this actually mean, and some of them are like there's like a there's like a shop. And people are like buying what looks like GP March. And you think, well, maybe March is on the roadmap. There's there's other ones that I look at and just think, that's a nice picture, but like, what's going on there? So, I mean, some of the roadmap, I don't know myself. Definitely, yeah, definitely worse. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a beautiful graphic, whether you've got a punk or not. Um, it might, might get some people excited to, to maybe pick up a punk. <laughs> But yeah, so one, one thing we're doing just now, there is um, a course being run by like an, I think it's like a real university, I'm not on this course, but I think it's like a real university course, but also has an online component. So punks are able to attend these courses. It's basically a university course about NFTs. <clears throat> so sort of getting a, a real world certificate Although, sorry, it's not a real world certificate. When they complete this course, they'll be able to mint an NFT 
to show or to prove that that they have actually been on this course. So that's that's pretty cool. There's going to be other sort of educational things going on within the the DAO. Um, I'm not. 100% sure. I mean, I mean, nothing's been confirmed yet, so I don't think I can like leak any mega alpha on this frontier. But like, if 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 the punks maybe take a vote, like we as a collective want to know everything about, we'll just say Kujira because we mentioned Kujira earlier on. We could maybe kind of hire some of like the Kujira team or some Kujira experts. Um, pay them a fee to come and like give us a course, like like a real professional kind of yeah. course. Um, so I mean, the, there is budget for stuff. I mean, one thing the punks have done a lot of the emergency funding they have, they still ho hold that in Luna, so it hasn't been spent, which I think which I think is cool. So we're going to use that funding to to grow the project mm -hmm. in. A variety of ways. Um, other stuff. I mean, one one thing we used to do before the crash was, like, as a collective, the punks in general, I would say, are fairly knowledgeable about the Terra ecosystem, and obviously, no other ecosystems in that as well. But specifically, the Terra ecosystem, we collaborated with some projects, like Prism was one, Void Protocol was another. Um, I think Luart might have been another. Um, so we can do like galactic punk bounties. So maybe a project wants to come in and say, listen, I, I will want to use, I don't know if use is the right word, but we would we would like the galactic punks to, to write Twitter threads and make educational content about our project. And as the punks, we can go, yeah, we can do that. What's the what's the deal? <laughs> and so so maybe a project will say, listen, well, I'll, I'll buy three galactic, three floor galactic punks, and then these can be used as prizes for the top three entries into this kind of competition. So yeah, we've we've also got this kind of bounty system where projects can can ask the punks to to write educational content about their project, for example, and we can say, yeah, that sounds great, and maybe they can sweep the floor a little bit, pick up a few punks, and say. These are kind of like a reward for the the best entries, and and maybe the pro the project themselves would be keen to get involved with the judging, which is great, or maybe they'll just say like to the the Galactic DAO, maybe your education committee can can judge this and distribute these punks in whatever way you see fit, and then and for a project they might end up getting like fifty Twitter threads written about the protocol, um, and it's not just about that for the project but that also means like the punks are, are going to be educating themselves so the galactic punks are going to be like an educating but also an educated community which seems to be one thing we're kind of striving for. And, and to be honest as far as i'm concerned like being involved with that i mean that's one of the things i got that got me started making my videos like the whole sort of educational aspect of like working or not working, but the whole educational aspect of like being part of this community, I think is brilliant. So the more people involved in learning for themselves and then sharing that learning, the better. I think that's, it's brilliant. 
Yes, I, I think I think it's great that you see the whole entire loop there. And then as I was displaying as well, people on screen, tons of cool stuff going on with the Galactic Punks. I love that graphic. That was I love the aesthetic of it and how they had all the all the different features that said, you know, sneak peeks and roadmap to come. But I, I think there's a lot to, to break down into there. And I, I think that, that was an awesome way of, of publishing like a roadmap without giving too much away. Uh, really kudos to them for that creative uh, idea and inspiration. But um, yeah, thank you for giving me the rundown. Uh, there's a lot going on with you guys. And also, I did see that there was some lunk being burned in the uh, the bottom of the, uh, well, of the ship. Yeah, and if you like in the TV <laughs> studio where I'm, I'm behind the camera, we've also got um, Mouse and the coach from Lunk Dow. So, oh, <laughs> I mean, Coach they, Bruce Wrangler. Yeah, absolutely. So I, they are they are supporters <laughs> of the Galactic Punks. So, mm-hmm. and, and the fact that like half the collection is still on Terra Classic and half the collection is on Terra means like, I don't know what it means exactly, but like there is a relationship between Terra Classic and Terra. Now, some people hate that, whereas others are thinking, well, if there's a relationship and it's broken at the moment, perhaps trying to like fix this relationship will benefit people on the Terra side as well as people on the Terra Classic side, and maybe there'll be more movement between both sides. Perhaps. I, I keep an open mind in the LunkDAO with their 95,000 CEOs or what, whatever that number is now. Um, I think it's a lot of good fun. And Coach Bruce Wrangler, is, uh, I, I think he, he recently transformed into a new uh, spirit or something uh <laughs> i don't yeah. i don't i never can really tell what's going on with, with that individual on asparagoid spaces but i i try once in a while to uh <laughs> keep up uh always a good laugh though and and appreciate i think i think any any community no matter what it is uh always needs a, an asparagoid type figure to uh i don't even know be be the public troll or the public like serious like actually well once in a while posting that's that's very insightful but other times just like complete nonsense and you're just like <laughs> the duality of uh the duality of it all can can kind of bring a refreshing uh aspect and perspective to it um I, yeah i was just going to say like the 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 human being behind the persona is like is is very switched on smart very smart could be some uh, yeah <laughs> like you could put out some strange some strange things i <laughs> i've gone down the asparagoid rabbit hole once while i'm like okay like that was that was kind of weird but <laughs> i think it's, it's the shock humor too i think i think he's going for that as well and um yeah it, it, it's a good laugh uh, it is a good laugh and i do appreciate once again you know how it, he has serious things where it's like okay they're actually building something here and then he goes ahead and post, post one of those posts out there where i'm just left scratching my head like what <laughs> what did he say um or or the character all of a sudden switches and it's who knows who um <laughs> uh I, one day i hope to reach the level of being able to have 20 different twitter personalities but i'm not quite there um rebel DeFi, i want to thank you so much for your time today before we wrap up real quick though i do ask every guest on the show um a fun fact question, a question to get to know them a little bit more. So outside of just crypto and the crypto world. Um, and this one, this is a pretty good one. Last night's was a bit tough with the Y Foundry DAO. They had to do their least favorite smell, but uh, you do not have that question today. 
Um, the question I have for you today, sir, is if you could have an unlimited supply of anything you wanted for the rest of your life, what is it and why? And no, it cannot be money. Sure. So if I could have an unlimited supply of anything and what is it, but it can't be money. <laughs> that, that reminds me of an Ali G sketch I watched. <laughs> Um, many, many years ago, um, possibly a little bit inappropriate for now. So I won't go down that route. Um, if I could have as much of one thing that isn't money, I would choose a fruit, a tropical fruit called durian. And I don't know if you've ever had durian or been near durian, but the first few times I had it. I almost couldn't put it in my mouth. Like it has a very pungent smell of like, I mean, I now think it's a sweet and delicious and beautiful smell, but initially when you smell it, it's like, it might smell like so sweaty socks or like onion or something that might be like rotting, like rotting fruit or something. But, once you get past the smell and you've tried it a few times and you actually get a good durian, it is heavenly. Like it is, it's, it's almost like a drug. It's like, it's the best fruit in the world. It's quite a fatty and rich fruit, which is like so alien. To, I mean, normally you have juicy fruits, but this is it's like a dense, like it might, it might taste like some, some might taste like a vanilla pudding. Then you'll have other ones that are like, almost almost like an oniony taste but it's like a sweet and delicious onion taste and others are like a bitter right. dark chocolate and and there's just such a variety and it's, it's like some people drink <laughs> scotch or i'm in scotland so we call it whiskey <laughs> and, and they describe all these different flavors they get which i'm just like that just burns my tongue why why would you want to do that but honestly durian the best fruit in the world where do you get this you just get it at your store <laughs> No, so I, I I can buy frozen durian here, and if you're in the states, you'll be able to get frozen frozen durian in like Chinese supermarkets. But the 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 good stuff comes from Southeast Asia, so yeah, Thailand, Philippines, Indonesia, Malaysia, Singapore, Vietnam, all these places. Interesting. So I I will keep an eye out for that, and I will. I will try it. I will try it and record it and publish it on Twitter if I if I do find it, and <laughs> and I will have to give you a review of it, Rebel. Um, thank you for sharing. I am I am looking. I'm very interested by this now, and now I'm like thinking to myself, where in my local area can I actually find this stuff? Um, Southeast Asian fruit. Hmm. Is it spelled durian like D U R I A N? That is exactly how it's spelled. Yeah. Got it. Nailed it. Boom. <laughs> spelling spelling be champion over here. <laughs> but um yeah i uh and I'm, I'm very intrigued though. i'm gonna go out and look for that but anyways uh before we wrap up where should people go to learn more about you about the galactic punks if they want to get involved with that community what's the best way forward for them and then of course you know make sure to plug your socials as well thank you very much for the opportunity <laughs> yeah so yeah if you want to follow galactic punks or find galactic punks just go to on twitter anyway go to at galactic underscore punks that's got all the information you need. You can join their Discord. You can check out their website. And yeah, at the moment, in, in dollar terms, punks are 
pretty cheap, maybe $250. I mean, I say pretty cheap, I mean, compared to where they used to be in like the four figures. So yeah, you can come and join the gated community via the Gravidow Lunar Assist. And it's, it's brilliant. Highly recommend it. It's, it's my favorite NFT community to be a part of. As for Rebel DeFi, I am on Twitter at rebel underscore DeFi. I didn't really mention this at the start, but when you were saying like, what, what, what do you do in crypto? I'm also part of the Orbital Command Community Validator. So we're kind of a collective that like to, like the Galactic Punks, like to sort of educate and inform the, the people coming to Terra. I'm also part of the project TFM. And TFM is a, a DEX aggregator solution, which like when I joined the TFM project, I wasn't 100% clear exactly what a DEX aggregator is. So can I just have 30 seconds to, to talk on that? No, please go ahead. Right, so a, a DEX aggregator, like one inch is a DEX aggregator. And I'd always heard about one inch being a DEX aggregator, but never really understood what it was. Essentially, TFM is doing something very similar to one inch on Terra and on some Cosmos chains. Essentially, what we can do is we can route, or as the Americans say, route trades through any of the DEXs on Terra. So TFM itself is not a DEX, but we've got smart contracts and routing algorithms and we can find the best trade. So rather than an individual user going to like TerraSwap, Astroport and Phoenix Finance to try and find the best swap rate, TFM does that for you. And I mean, and not only that, because of this, or the algorithms they're using, they can do part of a trade, they can do an Astroport, the next part of it they could do on TerraSwap. So in a sense, and it doesn't happen every time, but often the price, the swap rate you can get on TFM is better than any individual DEX. A little bit of a plug there. <laughs> yeah, no, not a problem. And um, to anyone listening or watching, definitely check these links out. I will have all those projects mentioned in the show notes below. Rebel, thank you again for your time and, and sharing your stories today. I know a lot of it's a, a lot of it's tough, and I think this is probably the finale of the series as we've we've kind of been moving on past the the whole terror crash. But it's always been tough. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's a it's it's a tough. It, I'm gonna say it again. It was a tough time to go through with the whole crash, uh, and then it was incredibly difficult to think of rebuilding and getting past that. So I appreciate you bringing those stories to light. Um, your some of your opinions and views, and then looking ahead to the future and with the excitement that, that is going to be there. So once again, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate that, Rick. <laughs>